Synth Electronic Music Show brought to you by Coastal Electronauts here in Whitstable. My name's Peter Quick. I'm joined by Clyde Walpole and Sonic Shed. Yes, hello again from the Sonic Shed. It's been another sad week. We've lost a, a great from the uh, sort of 80s, well, 70s and 80s. Richard H. Kirk from uh, Cabaret Voltaire. Yeah, sad loss that. Yeah. It's, um, I've been, I mean, they, they released an album recently. They were just getting back into the scene and being appreciated again. Yeah, I knew they've just got another uh, new album out. Yeah. Uh, 2020, I think. That's no, such a big influence at the time, that, that uh, Sheffield scene mm. where Early Human League came from, and there was a big experimental scene there. And yeah. I've been listening to it on the um, Martin Ware podcast a lot. It's, yeah, I didn't realise how, how many bands I really loved come from that scene. Mm. Sort of like late 70s, early 80s. Cabaret Voltaire were like what, the ones everyone followed. They had this sort of um, warehouse where they all gathered and they shared everything. They're very generous, apparently. Mm. They use all the cut-up techniques, like um, William Barrows-style cut-up techniques of the music. Yeah. And they got into technology with, um, you know, with synthesizers and drum machines. It's such an influential band. Mm. Quite a shock, because it wasn't it was expected. No, no, I don't think it was um, that old, really, was it? No, it was 63 or 65, I think. Oh, blimey, yeah. We're going to have a tribute to him with a... I think it's one of the pieces that I become first aware of around 1983 called uh, Just Fascination. Mm. And you disguise your eyes Know your body lies This fascination this fascination, just fascination Your thoughts enclosed off But it's no concern, concern of yours Just fascination It's just fascination, just fascination Secrecy, you chop away this fantasy of thoughts. Closed off, but it's no concern, concern of yours, just fascination. Your eyes know your body lies But this fascinating 
concerned, but that's no concern, concern of yours, just fascination, just fascination, by the fascination, just fascination. That really sort of you needed to sort of look into at the time. They were, they were there. Yeah, they were sort of like the most cutting edge, wasn't they? Well, they were. And listening to that, that track, there was a hell of a lot of sort of quite unusual synth sounds for the time. Yeah, and the that, guitar that process and that. Mm, mm. And also, obviously, there was Chris Watson, wasn't it? It was uh, you know the first foremost field recordist in the world now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so it all led, to, yeah, it all leads to other things, doesn't it as well? Big legacy. Mm. Oh, very sad. Yeah. So we're going to move on to the schedule show now with a um, piece from the Brooklyn Now album by Steve Horlick. Yeah, yeah, Steve uh, Horlick is a new performer on me actually, but uh, it was one of the uh, people, yeah, on, on the compilation album Brooklyn Now, and obviously he's, he's a Brooklyn. Um, Apparently uh, does a lot of live performances as well, and um, he uh, sort of immersive concerts, you know, using the booklet, which sort of lends itself to that kind of performance as well, using sort of quadraphonics and things like that. Uh, so yeah, he, he's done a lot of that. But this this um, particular track uh, is called uh, "Spirals of an Inner Life," and uh, yeah, it's um, yeah interesting. Uh, another approach to the to the book club, which is well, like with any sense, it's it got such an adaptable um, instrument anyway that mm. uh, it's um, yeah probably what attracts me to it as well. Soon to become more easily available with the tip top modules, yes. the tip top bookler yeah, collaboration, yeah, yeah. and they've re-released the uh, the easel as well, haven't they? The easel's been uh, updated a bit, yeah. We've Not got sure. a bit more of a, I think it's more. Um, Interface stuff and that's been added to it, yeah. 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 But yeah. yeah. The tip top, the tip top Eurorack versions. Well, the Eurorack is more... using jack plugs rather than um, bananas and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Be more affordable, definitely. And more affordable, much <laughs> more affordable, actually. We can just relax now, everything's been remade. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is this deep toilet with spirals of an inner life? Thank you. 
just go off into another world with Buckler, didn't you, really? You do, yeah, and they've got that, uh, that's got that sort of, sort of signature sound of sort of that of additive sort of synths mm. have. Um, yeah, very nice that, and it does, yeah, make you drift off. <laughs> yeah, I love the one point, one point in the, in the beginning, the uh, sequence sort of parted into different ears. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. Different yeah. oscillators are really good. Yeah. I make a list of, um, of things I like during the week, just things that I would like to play. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure where I've come across this one, but there's a there's a band, an act called The Twilight Sequence, who is actually Michael J. Saunders. And I can't remember where I've come across this, but um, he's made an album called Analog Studies at Dawn and Dimity, uh, which in its improvising, live improvised recordings, hmm. but but using like an SH-101, Dope for Dark Time, Dark Energy, and the uh, Teenage Engineering OP-1. Hmm. So not 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 booklery, not not modulary, but a little mm. bit uh, mini mono synths in a way. Yeah, a bit more subtractive. And so. uh, yeah, it's just mm. a nice, it's just a nice sort of contrast mm. to the sound. You yeah. can hear the difference in the more VCO, VCA, VCF type of setup. Sort of well, I suppose what we call traditional synthesis. Yeah, traditional analog synth. Yeah. yeah. So this is uh, from the analog studies at Dawn and Dimity. Is that how you pronounce it? Dimity. Uh, Lord PM, the constitutional benefits of an autumn twilight.
It is, yeah, yeah. I tell you what, that sort of, first of all, it put me in mind of the uh, Pittsburgh modular, because that's got a very plucky sort of um, envelope on it, makes that, you get that sort of sound on, mm. on it, and it's really very nice, that. That's just that one uh, sequence of sonata all the way through it and changing the sounds, and yeah. a nice little improvised like, top line over it. Yeah, yeah. Nice it's simple, but you know, using the delay as well on it and things like yeah. that, sort of, gives, yeah, a really nice sound. So also this week I come across uh, news that Andrew Osler is releasing an album and I suppose he's more well known for um, running Expert Sleepers, the uh, Eurorack company. Yeah. Which I think everyone's got a disting module in there. They yeah, have, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like the... Uh, I wouldn't mind a bank of them actually. Yeah, well it's, a, it's, <laughs> the, it's the sort of um, Swiss Army knife of, of Eurorack, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's a digital module that can be programmed to be anything so you can... Try, if you haven't got something, you can try it out or use it, and yeah. uh, it's it's the one-stop solution. And it's yeah, it's yeah. even got a Buckler voltage setting on it, so you convert to Buckler. All oh, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. But yeah, so he's got his album coming out soon, called Crossing the Line, and this track is the preview track from it, called Crossing the Line Part One.
it says that he's unashamedly uh, nostalgic for the polyrhythms of the 70s Berlin school. I was just going to say, <laughs> that was Berlin. I, was, I kept thinking, you know, Tangerine Dream. And, uh, yeah. It really was, yeah. But I do love that sound. And that sort of, uh, the way delay again is used in, that, in those sort of tracks. Where, you know, a lot of time, I think they use time to delays as well. Mm. And the, you think it's guitar over it, but it's actually a bass clarinet he's playing. Really? The distorted yeah. sound, yeah. Yeah. Or processed. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. Really good stuff, isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, the, the, the Tangerine Dream used a lot of Mellotron, but they'd use, like, flute Mellotron and stuff like that. But it's nice, I like that. Surprises have had time, really. Mm. Anything else he's doing? Yeah, well, he's, he's got lots of modules he can lay his hands on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I'd uh, slip in a piece that I've been working on this week, if you don't mind. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> working on this pieces to a uh, another a documentary by director Shamila Sidat uh, called African Moot. It's a documentary about this uh, sort of competition between universities around Africa, where they are they, they do a mock sort of trial. And they do they do rounds and they get judged. The case they they take on is a is about refugees and their status and you know, defining what a refugee is, etc. So it's very very sort of poignant and relevant at the moment. It certainly is, isn't it, at the moment? I can say. Yeah, mm. but um, I'm honoured to have uh, some pieces included in this film. And there's one piece that was uh, that I originally wrote for a streetcar named Desire, directed by Gemma Bodnet, but I've made it sort of a synthesizer type version. So this is called, this is now called the African Moot Intro.
that was great. Lots of uh, NGM beta. But, uh, I like the marimbery bits as well. Yeah, it's put a bit of balafon sound in there as well, which mm. is uh, just to sort of place it in the, uh, on, the on the continent and such. Yeah. And uh, but it's, the rest of the music's very very electronic, and it's mm. it's not yeah you know, it's not sort of using that African type thing, but uh, it didn't feel wrong to put that in at the beginning anyway. No, no, that's really nice. Oh, thanks. Well, okay. we mm. I did include a bit of. Uh, um, instruments in that, and uh, yeah, we're going on to a, a, a classical synthesizer piece next. Yeah, this is a bit of classic tonica. Um, it's from Mike Hankinson, who's it was a classically trained uh, organist, and you can hear in his music as well that he's, he's a, a, a classical keyboardist. Um, and this is a bit different because it's, it's from an album called The Unusual Classical Synthesizer. Um, but uh, I suppose you know usually as much that it's a British synthesizer for start, and it's a VCS3. But it's different in this way as well that he he plays in real time all the stuff that's done, although it's, it's obviously been done in um, you know, mixed in a in a studio with different different tracks. But um, yeah, so this one is um, <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to be able to pronounce this properly, but. Uh, my youngest Lieben had an end. The composer was uh, J.P. Uh, Sweenlink, who I've never heard of. But I thought it was a nice piece, and I thought it's also unusual to get a synth like the VCS3, which is often incorporated in sort of solos and things like that, or in specialist sort of quite experimental work, uh, in, used in conventional music. Mm. Mm. My young life has an end, it, it translates. As ah, Yes. So yeah, this is uh, yeah, what you said. Mein junges Leben hat ein End. That's it.
Just reading up about him, he's he's, uh, he's living in South Africa. I That's believe. right. I know I knew he was based in South Africa. Yeah, yeah. Hey. But it's quite uh, quite a feat that as well, because I don't think the VCS3 was ever no. no that's amazing synth. It was quite hard to stay, stay in tune, apparently. Yeah, VCS3. it's not the sort of synth I'd, I'd make a like a uh, tuneful piece out. That's of like right. That. It doesn't lend itself to that. It's but, more like um, sound effects. It's, it's more. Uh, yeah, Doctor you, Who stuff mostly it was on one and things like that. Exactly, yeah. Mm. No, but uh, so it's quite an achievement just to to do that as well. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, beautifully played as well. Amazing dexterity with. Uh, yeah, mm. yeah, excellent. So we're going back to uh, nineteen eighty. Well, forward from that for, uh, to nineteen eighty three. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to uh, uh, OMD track genetic yeah. engineering. Yeah, I love this track. I love this band. It's probably one of my favourite sort of electronic bands from the well, if, if, from the from the eighties. I really like their stuff. Uh, yeah, the uh, Liverpool bass band, and um, we've got another Liverpool bass band later on the show. But I won't have any spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is uh, Genetic Engineering, and it's uh, from Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. Oh! 
speaking spell on there as well, isn't it? And voices. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that. It's uh, yeah, lots texture, texture rich. That really wasn't it when you listen to that. Yeah, it's really yeah, good. It's I, good I, I sort of lost um, track of them after Architecture and Morality, and uh, so I don't really know that album. Yeah, yeah. And they've got a knack of doing very commercial tracks, but in an experimental avant-garde way yeah they, really? that's what I like they actually apply it in a yeah to a commercial piece yeah, mm. yeah. apparently um, very heavily influenced by it on their OK Computer album oh really yeah I can see that actually yeah the track yeah. Fitter Happier was, is a direct sort of lift apparently yeah, yeah. I, I think that, OMD yeah. were quite heavily influenced by um, Craftwork yeah they were they were, they were like inspired into synthesizers by Craftwork oh yeah yeah I mean yeah, the, I well I mean Craftwork Used um, speaking spell on on their computer they, world album, didn't they? They did, yeah, yeah. Ein, zwei, drei, vier. It's brilliant, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so st- staying in Liverpool, yeah, with a sort of like is a it, band it, you might know of. Yeah, yeah, it's a little band from Liverpool called the the Beatles, and um, I don't know this track actually. I haven't. This is the first time I've heard this track. Maxwell Silverhammer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's um, kind of a, a a bit of a a comedy track in a way you could call it. It's got some humour in it. Um, it's got some synths in it, though. But it's got a lot of synth in it, and this album was quite synth-rich, actually, uh, um, Abbey Road. And uh, George Harrison, he bought uh, an early model of uh, the Moog Modular. Yeah. And they got it in the studio, and everybody loved it. And the Beatles were quite experimental anyway. They, I know they, they'd sort of um, spoken to people like Delia Derbyshire and, and got mm. into all that kind of thing to start manipulating tapes themselves later on on some like the white album and things oh, like yeah. that but uh but they 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 needed to get some sounds out of it and so they um actually um, got mike vickers from man for man who uh who programmed it for them right um yeah. so yeah if you listen you know there's there's quite a lot of stuff going through this whole track really of, yeah. uh featuring the mode modular John was quizzical studied metaphysical science in the home late nights all alone with a test tube oh 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 Maxwell Edison majoring in medicine calls her on the phone can I take you out to the pictures
light on synth so there's another track yeah it is. Beatles next which is a full on synth really isn't it this is full on uh, I'm, not, I'm not always a fan of covers of bands that I've sort of followed all my life but I do like this one I, do, I, I love the Yellow Magic Orchestra anyway and mm. uh, I actually I got the album and I was playing it the other day just sort of flicking through tracks I, thought, oh, what? I didn't notice this track on it I don't know why <laughs> mm. Uh, it's Day Tripper from the Beatles, um, but their own really um, eccentric take on it as mm. well. So, yeah, this is uh, Day Tripper Yellow Magic Orchestra from 78. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah really yeah. good. Yeah. I love that little trip in the in the um, timing as well. Yeah, that and uh, <laughs> and even included a little bit of a Beatley style guitar in it as well, didn't they? Which yeah. is really interesting in the middle. That was a bit of balance of synths and guitars, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's building us up nicely for the uh, sort of end bangers we got. And uh, just come across the um, Wave Shapers new album, uh, Mainframe. He's a, I mean, he's very popular. This chap uh, from Stockholm. Like a synth wave EDM, um, uh, he still he seems to have many thousands of followers and uh, hey, new to me, but yeah, it's interesting. Well, it's just really, really good sort of retro game music, and the the, the thing that sort of uh, caught my eye was a picture of his of his keyboards. He's got a Jupiter Four and a, a Nat, like the, like the, ah, the, the, the right. little Wasp and the Lin drum mm. and. The, Everything, yeah. So, uh, wasn't that a cut down version of the Wasp then? Yeah, that's oh, right, yeah. right. So, anyway, this is uh, from his new album, Mainframe, and this is the opening track, The Phantom Machine. Of uh, Stranger Things, so yeah, it wouldn't be out of place on that, would it? That uh, sort of sound, yeah, it's definitely yeah. in that area, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, really nice. <laughs> right. okay, great. So, have we gone to the big banger ending, yeah, from uh, Jean Michel Jarre, 
uh, from his album um, what is it? Electronica One. They actually he's had two uh, two albums out: uh, Electronica One, and Electronica Two, mm-hmm. and uh, feature um, different performers. And this one is is called Travelator. It's part two of a, a sort of a double track, and it features uh, Pete Townsend as well because he's a big fan of the Arp Twenty Six Hundred and the Twenty Five Hundred. And yeah, this is uh, both features that synth on it, and so is uh, Jean Michel Jarre, the big user of the the Arp Twenty Six Hundred. So. Yeah, this one's Travelator uh, from Electronica One, the Time Machine. Yeah, I'm glad it wasn't the other chap. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about him. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Really good night. Yeah, I like that. It's uh, yeah, and it and it sort of yeah shows off that synth as well really well. I love that as well, Pedios. Yeah, the really nice. distorted acid in there as well. There. Yeah. I saw a, a Matt Berry interview the other day, and he said that Jean-Michel Jean gave him one of the one of the phaser pedals used on Oxygen. Really? Yeah, because yeah. he, yeah. he was such in awe of him. It, it was one, yeah. yeah. That was the album that started him off in synths and that. Ah. Yeah, he did an interview with him and he just sent it to him in the post afterwards. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So he's got a new album out as well, hasn't he, Matt Berry? I've got oh. a few of his things. So that's why I include one on the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've got to Yeah, I think we should do. So, anyway, thanks again for listening. Yes. Yes. Bit, bit of a bit of an interesting mix that one, wasn't it? Yeah. Hmm. We'll be back with some more electronics morning next week. I think yeah, there's a, there's a few tracks building up. Yeah, so yeah. We'll have to there. include those. Yeah. And uh, join us on the Facebook page as usual yeah, and the Twitter. Yeah. And until uh, then, bye bye. Bye.